Arthur Conan Doyle books. Jimmy Cagney never said, you dirty rat. And Humphrey Bogart never said, play it again, Sam. But they might as well have, because these apocrypha have firmly insinuated themselves into popular culture. I'm still quoted as uttering this simple-minded phrase in computer magazines. As Carl Sagan would say, it takes billions and billions of bytes. Newspaper economics primers, discussions of players' salaries in professional sports, and the like. For a while, out of childish pique, I wouldn't utter or write the phrase, even when asked to. But I've gotten over that. So for the record, here goes. Billions and billions. What makes billions and billions so popular? It used to be that millions was the byword for a large number. The enormously rich were millionaires. The population of the earth at the time of Jesus was perhaps 250 million people. There were almost 4 million Americans at the time of the Constitutional Convention of 1787. By the beginning of World War II, there were 132 million. It is 93 million miles, 150 million kilometers, from the Earth to the Sun. Approximately 40 million people were killed in World War I, 60 million in World War II. There are 31.7 million seconds in a year, as is easy enough to verify. The global nuclear arsenals at the end of the 1980s contained an equivalent explosive power sufficient to destroy one million Hiroshimas. For many purposes and for a long time, million was the quintessential big number. But times have changed. Now the world has a clutch of billionaires, and not just because of inflation. The age of the Earth is well established at 4.6 billion years. The human population is pushing 6 billion people. Every birthday represents another billion kilometers around the sun. The Earth is traveling around the sun much faster than the Voyager spacecraft are traveling away from the Earth. Four B-2 bombers cost a billion dollars. Some say two or even four billion. The U.S. defense budget is, when hidden costs are accounted for, over $300 billion a year. The immediate fatalities in an all-out nuclear war between the United States and Russia are estimated to be around a billion people. A few inches are a billion atoms side by side, and there are all those billions of stars and galaxies. In 1980, when the Cosmos television series was first shown, people were ready for billions. Mere millions had become a little downscale, unfashionable, miserly. Actually, the two words sound sufficiently alike that you have to make a serious effort to distinguish them. This is why in Cosmos I pronounced billions with a fairly plosive B which some people took for an idiosyncratic accent or speech deficiency. The alternative, pioneered by TV commentators to say, that's billions with a B, seemed more cumbersome.
There's an old joke about the planetarium lecturer who tells his audience that in five billion years, the sun will swell to become a bloated red giant, engulfing the planets Mercury and Venus, and eventually perhaps even gobbling up the Earth. Afterward, an anxious member of the audience buttonholes him. Excuse me, doctor, did you say that the sun will burn up the Earth in five billion years? Yes, more or less. Thank God. For a moment, I thought you said five million. Whether it's five million or five billion, it has little bearing on our personal lives, as interesting as the ultimate fate of the Earth may be. But the distinction between millions and billions is much more vital on such issues as national budgets, world population, and nuclear war fatalities. While the popularity of billions and billions